Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Life Reimagined, making the impossible possible. I'm Chrissy May, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host. Good morning. This is Catherine Lucadio. Good morning. And today we are just going forward from what we discussed last week, which was the four pillars to success to set you up in 2023. And now we're going to just niche it down for you this week. And one of the topics that's really important that to start off this whole process is going to be spirituality and emotional well-being. And for those of you that have already dived deep into this practice of spiritual practices and really focusing on your self-care and what it means to develop a deeper relationship with yourself, then this is going to be just, you know, probably... Uh, a repeat for you because you're already practicing it. But for those that aren't, that this is new, um, this is a really great way to to begin living that life that you really want to draw in because it all comes back to self. It all comes back to what foundation that you are personally setting for yourself in order for you to show up on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis to create the life that you want. Yeah, 100%. It all starts in the mind. And, you know, I actually, I never used to think it was as important as it really is. I mean, it dictates everything that you do, you know, like from the moment you open your eyes in the morning, you set it from then. And I know, you know, especially now that I I work out every morning, I'm pretty sure every morning I'm like, no. I should really just not, I should just take the day off today. (laughs) Literally every morning I say that to myself. And, and then I just sit there thinking, no, no, just, just get up because you know, you're going to feel better. Like just, just do it. And every morning I get on the treadmill and I do feel better. You know, now how do we tie this around to spiritual and emotional? Well, I think it dictates, it it dictates everything because our mind kind of determines all of our actions. It determines the way that we're going to look at something. It determines the way that we're going to interpret things as we go through every day, every, every conversation and and so on. Mm -hmm. So for me, I believe that my entire life now revolves around my mindset and every opportunity that I get or don't, it's all, it all just comes back to me. And why don't we start even with the spiritual route of this and what a person's accomplishment or commitment could be toward their spiritual health for 2023. Right. So spiritual practices that allow you to connect with your higher self, you know, there's so many, but four that really are popular that help a lot of people, especially starting out, are going to be yoga, meditation, being in nature, prayer is a big one. All of these practices allow you to deepen the connection within yourself. And the the deeper you can go and connect with your higher self and your inner being, the better it's going to allow you to stand in your power on a daily basis. And it's going to allow you to create that inner happiness. You're not going to always be searching for it outside yourself. And so, so many people get wrapped up into that. You know, they're, they're sitting in their egos and that's going to be your biggest disservice. The ego serves as a great purpose oftentimes. However, sitting in it on a daily basis and allowing it to pull at you uh, when things come about is ultimately going to 
destroy you when you're trying to achieve these big goals and dreams in your life. So true. You know, an interesting story. So one of my coaching clients this week, you know, we were talking and he said, oh, you know, I'm going to get this award from my office. But the way he said it was just so flat. It was so dead. And I said, well, you know, show some enthusiasm there. I mean, that's a great accomplishment. He's like, whatever. And I said, (laughs) I said, why don't you explain that to me? Why don't you take me down that road a little bit? Why don't you feel as excited as many people would feel for getting this award? He said, he said, it really means nothing to me. And I said, well, that's interesting. I said, why don't we go further then? You know, what is it? What, what does make you come alive? right? What does give you joy? What does give you happiness? He said, I'll tell you. He said, I, many months ago, we went into an inner city school and, um, I went with this, you know, really big basketball star and we went with 20 pizzas. We went with dozens and dozens of basketball socks. And he said, have, if you had seen those kids faces Mm -hmm. and they were hugging us and they were so excited, he said, you know, I came from a really hard background. He said that to me was everything. Mm. I said, okay, so imagine now going forward, you start inserting that into your business plan, like quarterly. Imagine you could give back like that four times a year or even more depending. Wouldn't that make everything you do now worthwhile? And he thought, he's like, yeah, actually it would right? He was missing the spiritual component of working hard and, and, and doing all these things and doing all these deals. He just had, he, you know, it's almost like you lose it. You lose that spiritual guide of your own, or you lose that vision that you originally had of why you wanted to do this. That's a great spiritual practice is giving the art of giving the art of just paying it forward, you know, standing up as a servant leader That's a great, great spiritual practice and one that most people need to start implementing more. And I love that you mentioned quarterly. I mean, what sometimes you do have to just schedule it in Mm -hmm. and create it as part of your quote unquote business plan, which is, I just think it's a life plan. It's the way to squeeze more out of life in the art of giving. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, and I was watching his face light up as I was saying this. (laughs) Well, I don't know why I didn't think of that, you know, and then we went further. Well, you know, what could a business or, you know, what could that vision be in a year from now? You know, what could that look like to you? And I think a lot of times people are scared. They're actually scared to envision what would really make me happy because maybe it sounds ridiculous to them. Maybe it sounds like, well, that's not really part of business plan, right? If I said, well, what if you show up to a school with all those pizzas four times a year? So many people would say, that's ridiculous. I should be doing client events. Or, you know, this, this, the the traditional way of doing things. But I think if in your spirit, your spirit is simply to give back, does it matter who that is? I mean, isn't the whole point is just to give back and it's to anyone who's in need. It doesn't just have to be this group of people or this group of people. Yeah. Showing up in all facets of life and, and just knowing that the, that being in that energy of giving is going to just transcend to so many more areas of your life and the connections you're going to make and that's going to amplify. And so, you know, that's, that's to respond to that. That's just somebody getting in their own ego. Again, we're going back to ego again, and you're creating 
false narratives in your mind, whether that's stemming from childhood or former experiences that you've had, you need to get out of your ego. And that's the whole point of creating spiritual practices. And so now you're operating from a totally different space and leaving the ego behind. And now you're just in flow and you're moving and you're giving and you're in a a higher vibrational energy, which is such a wonderful way to start operating, whether that's your personal life or your professional life, to start stemming from that energy. Wow. Miracles start taking place, my friends. I've seen it in my own life and in others that I coach. And it's it's just such a powerful way, position to be in on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. 100%. Something else that I know that I will be concentrating on, and I hope that other people will start doing that is using social media in a different way because it will affect you spiritually in a different way. And what I mean by that is to recognize what your gifts are. Recognize what it is that you contribute to the world and then put that out there and stop watching what other people are putting out because I think that so many people are just putting out this persona of who they think they should be. And I think that it will really, in at the end of the day, conflict with their spirit. And that is what will make them depressed or feel like there's overwhelm or they're not good enough because there's a conflict going on between what you see other people doing and what you're doing, which actually doesn't even resonate with you, but you're doing it because you feel you have to. Well, what that is, is cognitive dissonance. And most people find themselves in that energy to conflicting beliefs. And that, like you just said, you know, you're, you're trying to show up on social because you see all these other people showing up that way in social, but that's not in resonance with who you are. Mm -hmm. Once again, going deep within is going to allow you to be, become silent and figure out what is that Mm -hmm. and taking the time to get to know yourself more. Then you can start showing up so authentic, which is so much more magnetic. Because now you're becoming who you truly are and you're not worrying about views and likes and this and that because you're just so focused and you're you're just, you know, in a zone of your genius and who you truly are. And that's what matters the most. And that's your true gift to the world. Well, and I've noticed that so many people feel like they have to keep introducing, you know, this new message of themselves. Like this is my message of this week. Mm-hmm. Well, what if your message never changed? right? What if you just stand for something, whether that, you know, for me, it's always going to be the same thing. It's just live life, right? Like stop worrying about so many people have a failure, right? They, They feel like they fail at something. And I'll give a little story. So my son is studying to be an astrophysicist, which you know, I mean, he really couldn't have chosen a more harder subject than to <laughs> astro, you know, physics. He does very well. He he will typically get 80s and 90s and so on. So for the last little while, now that he's in year two, he's getting 50s. He'll get a test that's a 60. And, you know, he comes back and he says, well, you know, I, I didn't do well or I failed. And I said, you know, what if you just look at it like this? It just simply means that you're missing 50% of the content. It just means that you, you, there are still 50% left that you need to learn in order to do that test again. So rather than seeing yourself as having failed at something, or you don't measure up, which comes back to your spirit, because that kills the spirit when you Mm -hmm. do that. And it kills your confidence. 
What if you just see things as, okay, there is this thing missing. There's this portion of what I need to do missing. As soon as I gain that knowledge to be able to do that, now I'll do better. Mm -hmm. You know, I think so often we just, we're so hard on ourselves and we're so hard on really everything that we try and accomplish. We are holding ourselves back because of the way that we are talking to ourselves, the way that we, you know, what they say is the way we speak to ourselves when we're alone, which I think all comes back to the spirit. You Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's that time that you're alone with yourself. And what is it that you are saying to yourself? What kind of a pep talk are you giving yourself? Some people call it affirmations. Some people just call it going inside and, you know, meditation will do that as well. Journaling, which Mm -hmm. I know you're a huge proponent of, (laughs) um, is just putting it out there, putting it on paper. And then what if you go back and read it? It's amazing when you go back and read a journal in how the thought pattern, I mean, I don't know about you, have you you ever gone back and you read it and you think to yourself, wow, like, I can't believe that that version of me was in that mindset at that time. I just had that happen last week when I was, I was, well, because we're getting to the end of the year. And so a lot of times I'll review yearly journals. And so, because I have a new journal for every year, well, several of them. And so I was reviewing this time last year and it was so bizarre because just to see the growth of my mind expanding from last year to now. So that's why, you know, we're always evolving. Hopefully we are right. And just being able to enjoy the journey, not looking at this as a final destination, but this is a, these are, that's why we call them practices. Mm-hmm. It's like brushing your teeth. It's like going to the gym. It's like, Whatever you do, this is just a practice. And so incorporating spiritual practices for your emotional well-being and looking at it through that lens is really going to help you create it as a, as a lifestyle and not just something you do once or twice and expect your life to change. Right. Is there anything else that you would suggest that people do if they really do want to dive in a little deeper in 2023 with their spiritual and emotional health? I think two things that just stand out for me is stop blaming others for what's going on in your life and knowing that your happiness is within. And so those two kind of go hand in hand, in my opinion, because the more you can start taking ownership for where you're at currently in your life and knowing that in order to be happy, you know, it, it, that's all, it all lies within you. So that's actually a wonderful thing to know. Because now you understand that it's all up to you and you have the choice every single day to shift that mindset and step into a whole new being. And when you can really understand that, you understand that you are always the solution to anything in your life and it's not exterior from you. And so that for me would be the biggest tip, I guess, that I could just give to people. Because once you understand that, you understand that everything is within. Yeah. It's all within. So even more reason just to go within and do what you need to do because everyone's journey is different. Everyone's journey is unique. And what I, what helps me get into that moment or that place and that energy could be different for somebody else. And so you just have to find what works for you and tap into that goodness and continue to do it on a daily basis. And like anything in your life, that is also going to stack over time and it's going to help condition you into a whole new way of being. Yes, yes, <laughs> to everything that you said. 
you know, um, I'm just completing a course that I've created. And one of the overarching topics that I do talk about is personal responsibility. It is lacking in so much of our society. You know, the idea that we need to blame others rather than just look at what part did I play in this? Mm-hmm. And you will always play a part in something that goes wrong. Um, you you pay, play a part in something that goes right. I mean, so many people are willing to raise their hand and say, oh, that was me. You know, I I did that. I thought, you know, if it was great. But then we we look, who can I blame when something goes wrong? And I think that life does begin to shift when you start taking personal responsibility and just saying, listen, you know, what part did I play in this? Mm-hmm. And then that's where um, change starts to happen. When you begin to really acknowledge that you take responsibility for what has gone right and what's gone wrong, because you learn from both, but you learn even more for what goes wrong if you can take personal responsibility for it. There's great power in taking ownership and knowing that, you know, just remind yourself, give yourself some grace. I say it all the time because that's an important part of the whole process. It's not about beating yourself up for what you didn't do right. Is it not about right or wrong? It's just saying, okay, what can I do to shift this from this space? I love it when things happen that I'm like, oh my gosh, yep, that was me. I take full responsibility for that one. And then I just have my own inner, you know, knowing of what I need to do next time. And so it doesn't no longer do I sit in a space of, you know, shame, guilt, all these horrible feelings, because Mm -hmm. it's not going to do me any good if I sit in that energy. So now it's just shifting it to where, what can I do now moving forward to help find, fine tune or tweak certain areas of my life. So I'm not going to show up in that space again. So yeah, there's such power. And when you take ownership like that, then you no longer feel like you're victim to something or you're at the mercy of somebody else. You're like, Hey, yep, I did that. You're right. Thank you for showing that side of me, or thank you for bringing that to my attention. It's such a different way of operating life. And there's such freedom in living like that. And I love that you brought up the word victim because I think so many people, they feel like they're being victimized by the world and they're not. It's just how you're showing up. It's what responsibility are you taking? What actions are you taking? You know, when you're a victim, you feel like everything's happening to you. Well, nothing's happening to you. It's happening for you. And whether you recognize that or not, that's really up to you. You know, when people say, well, there's no opportunities that come my way, that's just because you're not taking notice. Mm-hmm. You're not being present. And yeah. that for me is another huge one is really being present every day. You know, when you walk outside, walk and then stop. What do you hear? What do you feel? When I started doing that years ago, it's amazing how, you know, there's that quote where when you change, everything else begins to change. Well, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. When you start to notice things, all of a sudden things start showing up for you. I don't know. I can't explain it more than just be present. You know, when, when, when someone's talking, just listen, listen to what they're actually saying. Don't just hear them, but listen. And when you can start using all of your senses all of the time, I think that also will alleviate a lot of fear 
It alleviates a lot of overwhelm. It alleviates a lot of stress because you're actually living now. Mm-hmm. Because as we know, stress is just, we're thinking about a future event and that's why we're feeling the overwhelm and, and whatnot. So if you can just be present with whoever you're at or whoever you're with, I should say, it will change everything. Mm-hmm. It's those little mindset shifts. I mean, you can have the same situation, the same environment, yet each person will perceive the situation differently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, I, we could both have something terrible that happens to us. And I can say, you know what? It is what it is. I'm going to move forward in my life. And you could say, no, no, but this is what happened. I mean, it's all a choice. And that's what this is all about. And the the more you can fine tune your spiritual practices, the more you're going to be able to live a life of freedom that's not going to keep you down. That's the easiest way I can say it. It's not going to keep you down. You're going to keep moving forward and keep evolving into the most beautiful version of yourself. Well, I think we should just end there because (laughs) I think that really just kind of brings it around 365 or 360, I should say 365 is our year, but that's okay. We're talking about, we're talking about a new year, but you know, something that people and everyone should just remember now, as we finish talking about this topic and we move on to the next one is that change is not immediate. It takes time. And you use this word right at the beginning of our podcast. It's a journey. And use it as a journey, live it as a journey. It doesn't happen. You don't need the change to happen tomorrow morning. It's going to happen over time, but all you have to do is start putting things into practice, right? And just ride that journey because it's Enjoy a every great journey. It. It really it's, it's interesting. It's fun. As long as you see it that way. Exactly. Well said. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning into another episode with Chrissy and I. If you know of anyone who you think would find it interesting, please feel free to share it. Write us a review. Give us five stars. We would love to hear from you. You can find us on all social media channels and we will see you again next week. Make it a beautiful weekend. 